0: In 2019, Shakair Richardson of LSU broke the NCAA record in the 100 meters, running 10.75 seconds. Two years prior, in 2017, Kyra Jefferson of Florida ran 22.02 seconds to break the NCAA record in the 200 meters. Those sprint records had long stood at the top of the books and had literally been unbreakable for decades. Names like Kimberlyn Duncan, Aaliyah Hobbs, Deja Stevens, and all others came close, but it took 30 years for the records to finally calm down. Those times date back to the 1989 NCAA championships in Provo, Utah, where LSU sprinter Dawn Sowell solidified her place in NCAA history, running 10.78 and 22.02 seconds. Times that would hold up through generations of college track and, at the time, had everyone calling Sewell the next Flojo. My name is Anderson, and this is Track and Field Black History. Dawn Sewell was born in Chester, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philly, in March 1966. She was part of a large family, growing up as one of seven siblings. Supporting the family, her parents worked a lot, with her dad being an electrician, while her mother held three different jobs at one time. Swell attended the local Chester High School in Pennsylvania and was for the most part a very low-key student at school and notably not really interested in sports at all, so had no real exposure outside of general sports and gym class. And even gym class she had no interest in, but was only in it because of course she had to be in high school. She was way more interested in things like writing, music, and dance. But in that gym class one day is when she was thrust into what would eventually become an integral part of her life. So well said, quote, I didn't start running until I was 16. I was not particularly interested in sports or track. One day, I was in gym class and I hated it, but I had to race against the boys the length of the high school gym and I beat them. So I was escorted to the girls track team and two weeks later, I won my first race. So within the span of a few months, Sowell had basically zero interest in running, went on to beat boys in her gym class, and was winning her first race as part of the Chester High School girls track team. She competed in a few more meets and competitions for a school's team, but her time at Chester came to an abrupt end when her family decided to move to Richmond, Virginia from Pennsylvania during her junior year. In Virginia, she attended Jefferson Huguenot White High School, where she joined the girls track team and made an immediate impact. She was winning most, if not all, of her races and was becoming more and more recognizable nationally with every race that she won. Eventually, Sowell actually had gotten the opportunity to travel to Colorado Springs, Colorado for the 1983 US Olympic Festival meet. This was a huge invitational meet that attracted some of the fastest men and women in the country. Running in the 100 meters, she would line up in lane two against the great Evelyn Ashford who was in lane four. In that race, Swell remembers, quote, all the others had suits that said Nike. Mine was purple and said nothing. She was only 17 years old at the time. Well, in that race, Swell finished sixth place running 11.48 seconds, one of the best times for a high school girl in the country at that time. Ahead of her, though, Evelyn Ashford ran away in a world record of 10.79 seconds. Now, this wouldn't be the last time that Sowell found herself in a world record race. So despite finishing sixth, this was a major stepping stone as she was gaining experience running with the best ladies in the country and of course really in the world. Let's not forget, just a year ago, when she was 16, she wasn't even interested in sports or running at all. So the progress she was making was absolutely amazing. By her senior year, Sowell was winning Virginia state championship titles in the sprints and setting herself up for potentially making a huge impact in college. So she graduated high school in 1984, but she didn't jump and attend a major sports powerhouse school yet. She moved to Oklahoma, enrolling in Northeastern Oklahoma State University in the fall of 1984. Here she was one of the top sprinters in the nation and only at a junior college. She won multiple national junior college championship titles and set a junior college record in the 100-meter dash, running 11.31 seconds at the 1985 championships. And she was just 19 years old as a freshman at the time. After completing her two years at junior college, earning her degree in 1987, she would later move to Texas, attending the University of Texas at Austin, so a big powerhouse school, entering as one of the top prospects at the school, especially coming off her junior college success. Unfortunately, things at Texas didn't pan out as expected. Texas wasn't a great fit for her academically or athletically, and by the end of 1987, she decided before competing at any competitions for Texas to not only leave the track team, but leave the school completely and just take some time off for herself. So for the next seven months, Swell was away from the sport, not involved in any capacity. But during her off time, early in 1988, she saw some races by Florence Griffith Joyner, and that inspired her to potentially get back into the sport and take a shot at even making the Olympic team. On getting back into the sport, she notes that, quote, I made my mind that I wanted to run, not anyone else. You can run for someone else in a sense, but if it's not in your heart yourself to run, then you're not going to do it. Because of her talent, by May, she was able to get back in form, and by June, she was competing at the U.S. National Championships, finishing fourth place in the final, running a time of 11.34 seconds, so barely losing a step from where she left off. With a few more weeks of training, by July 1988, she was lined up for the U.S. Olympic Trials in Indianapolis, Indiana. At this meet, All eyes were on Florence Griffith Joyner, who was coming in as one of the favorites in the 100 meters, along with Evelyn Ashford and some other ladies. Sowell was sporting a black uniform as she wasn't running for any school or any shoe sponsor yet. In the first round heats, she finished third place in the 100 meters behind Evelyn Ashford and Gail Devers, qualifying her for the quarterfinals. In those quarterfinal rounds, she would now be lined up against Florence Griffith Joyner, who had, again, all eyes on her because of the windy 10.6 she ran in the heats. Well, just like in Colorado Springs five years prior, where Evelyn Ashford set the world record, Sewell found herself finishing fifth place with a time of 11.19 seconds behind Flojo's 10.49 seconds, which was a world record in a 100-meter dash. So despite being overshadowed and caught up in an electric race, Sowell's fifth place was good enough for a spot in the semifinals and was of course her personal best at the time. Unfortunately though, she would only manage to run 11.40 seconds and finish seventh place in her semifinal heat, ending her path to making it onto the Olympic team. She did contest the 200 meters as well, where she made it again all the way to the semifinals, but finished seventh place there as well and again, missed the spot in the finals. Despite not making it to the finals in either event at the Olympic trials, Sowell didn't really think she would make it to the Olympic games anyway, but that competition proved to herself that she is capable of seriously running fast if she put her heart into the sport and committed herself to the training. So shortly after the Olympic trials, Sowell enrolled at Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. At LSU, Sowell was immediately successful both indoors and out. She notes the reasons for her quick success were, quote, dedication, training hard. I've never really dedicated myself to the sport until this year. A lot of growing up, a lot of different things. Personally, I'm more together. When you have no distractions from track, therefore you're able to put 100% in and you're able to get excellent results. And that she did. In the 1989 indoor season, Sowell ran American records in the 55 and 200 meter dashes with times of 6.58 seconds and 22.87 seconds respectively. She also went on to win both events at the NCAA Indoor Championships and ran the anchor leg on LSU's 4x4, solidifying herself as potentially the top American sprinter at the time. Outdoors, though, was even better. Early in that season, on the first week of April, Sowell ran 100 meters in a time of 10.93 seconds, which was the 6th fastest time in U.S. history at that point, and broke the NCAA record as well. Sowell put the world on notice that she was ready for the season and ready to go even faster. Well, enter the 1989 NCAA championships. The championships were held on May 31st to June 3rd in Provo, Utah on the campus of Brigham Young University. Swell had a packed schedule slated to run the 100, 200, and 4x100 meter relay. Day one had the heats of the 4x1 and 200 meters. On the relay, she ran the second leg for LSU as they comfortably won their heat in 43.45 seconds, only second to Texas Southern who had won the other heat in 43.43 seconds. In the 200 meters, Sowell won her heat here as well, but with a bit of competition as her LSU teammate Esther Jones was right behind with both ladies running 22.95 and 22.96 respectively. That gave Sowell the fourth fastest time entering the 200 meter finals. Day two were the 100-meter heats, and Sowell showed levels in that race. She managed to run 11.07 seconds, far and away the fastest woman in the heat, with the next fastest woman, again her teammate Esther Jones, running 11.23 seconds. Day 3 had the 4x1 and 200 meter finals. First were the 200 meters with Sowell starting in lane 6. From the gun, she was out quickly with Mary Onali of Texas Southern and Nigeria in lane 5 running right with her around the turn. As they entered the home straight though, Sowell had a step on Onali, took over the lead and never looked back. Sowell walked away with the 200 meter win in a time of 22.04 seconds, destroying the NCAA record in the event. After the race, Sowell said, quote, it was a sloppy ending for me, but I ran better than usual around the turn. I had to run the turn hard. I wasn't paying attention to anyone around me. I was just concentrating on what I was doing. I wanted to run 21 seconds today, but that's okay. I'll take what I got. Well, a few hours later, in the 4x1, again running second leg for LSU, Sowell would help her team win the relay in a time of 42.50 seconds, destroying the NCAA record in the event and winning the race by almost a full second and a half. Finally, day four, Sowell was back on the track, but this time for the 100 meter dash finals. After a performance in the 200 meters, all eyes were on her and what she might be able to produce here. From the gun, Swell was out, but not nearly as quick as some may have expected. Maybe a step or two behind the majority of the field. About 30 to 40 meters into the race, Swell was about even with five other ladies, but after that, there was no contest. She maintained her form and completely separated from the rest of the field, leaving the other ladies to look as if they were just walking on the track. Crossing the line in first place, Sowell stopped the clock at 10.78 seconds, not only breaking her own NCAA record of 10.93, but now making her the third fastest woman in the history of the event at that point, only behind the legends of Flojo and Evelyn Ashford, two women who Swell finished behind when they previously set the world record in the 100 meters. This was a huge performance and shocked the world at how dominant of a race it was. But despite everyone else's excitement, Sowell was not nearly as thrilled as you would've thought for someone who just ran 10.7. After the race, she said, quote, this race was technically all right, but I didn't feel explosive. I was trying for 10.6, but I knew I wasn't gonna get it. She even said that everything was dumpy, nothing was explosive, I was just flat, so really critical of herself, which sometimes athletes are, even after a great performance. But regardless, this was a landmark performance for the NCAA, for the USA, and for the world. After the meet, Sowell's performances immediately began to spark conversations comparing her to Flojo, who had recently retired after her legendary 1988 season. But Swell remained humble in light of the comparisons, saying quote, I consider myself a little sprinter trying to get big. God gave me talent and I'm trying to use that talent. After NCAAs, Sowell actually left the LSU track team and went on to join the Flojo International Track Club, a club started by Flojo just a few months after her retirement. Swell did remain at LSU to finish her degree though. She went on to compete at one low-key meet in California, where she ran 11.07 seconds, then she ran at the USA Outdoor Championships in Houston, Texas. Here, she won the 100 meters, running 10.95 and 10.91 in the heats and finals, respectively. Her finals time of 10.91, though, was extremely notable as she was left in the blocks, literally the last one to start, But within about 30 meters, she was able to take the lead and walk away from the rest of the ladies to win the race. Second place was back in a still respectable, but way, way far back 11.12 seconds. And with that, she was immediately off to Europe to compete internationally for the first time. She ran at meets in Switzerland, France, and a few other countries, winning some of her 100 meter races, but never hitting the top time she saw a few weeks earlier. Her best time abroad was a 10.96 where she finished second place in France. At the end of the season, she was actually selected to join the USA 4x100m relay team at the IAAF World Cup in Barcelona, Spain, where she and the other ladies finished in third place. Unfortunately though, this European tour would be her only chance at international competition. So I was getting more and more motivated, and the 1989 season was a springboard for not only her success and recognition, but also for goal setting and ambitions in the sport. She noted, I get so emotionally charged for every race, I'm just spent after it. What I like about it is I get to work at something and try to accomplish it. If I study 20 hours for a test, I want an A. This is the same thing. She even began to study the sport a little bit more, looking into the history and times and records, shooting for some lofty goals, saying she would like to run 10.48 and break Flojo's record, bragging saying that if she were to break Flojo's record, it may even bring her out of retirement. Unfortunately, injuries began to plague her just as the 1989 season was wrapping up. In 1990, she started off the indoor season at a few meets, running the 55 and 60 meter dashes, but her injuries proved to just be too much and really hindered her ability to train effectively. It's possible that her chronic injuries led her to lose that motivation she built up in 1989, but by the time the 1990 outdoor season came along, Sowell unfortunately decided that it was time to hang up her spikes and just retire from the sport. So as quickly as she had come onto the track scene, she was unfortunately gone from the sport just as quick. But despite her early retirement, Sowell's legacy had already been set in stone. Her 1989 season, and specifically her performances at those NCAA championships, would live on forever. Her records would stand for 30 years, with the 200-meter time being broken in 2017 while her 100-meter time was only broken in 2019. Despite the ups and downs in her career and life, she gives some excellent advice noting that, quote, there's always something that's going to come up in your life, whether it's in track and field or somewhere else. And I've learned that you just got to adjust to things as they come along. You don't want to adjust. You don't feel like it sometimes, but you have to. So that's Don Suel, one of the greatest sprinters in history whose records transcended generations of athletes in the NCAA. Make sure you follow the podcast. Come back next time for another story. Check us out on Instagram. And thanks for tuning in to Track and Field Black History.